Good evening, Patriots. Saturday, and it is Saturday, February 26th in the year 2022. My apologies today for bended knee. Things got a little crazy in the schedule, and I'll be very honest, it slipped right past me. I had a interview today with Nicholas Pada Nicolau, who is going to be on Monday night, and he has received one of the highest, actually it's the highest award one can receive in Russia. It was an award authorized by President Putin, and he's also received high awards in Ukraine, and that interview got a little bit, it was a great interview, and it's going to be Monday night, and then... (laughs) I tightened my schedule a little too much because I went and got my new winch put on my Jeep. I was doing that, and then all of a sudden I looked at the clock and had to race out to the new Bards Nation headquarters to meet the realtor. And, yep, bended knees suffered. So, sorry about that. Try not to make that a regular habit. (laughs) God's not going to like I keep doing that. God's going to be like, you do that again? And I swear I'll show you what lightning is. And I'll be like, okay, no, I don't think I want that. So anyway, my apologies. We're all good. And I do appreciate the concerns. I had a number of people email me and make sure everything's okay. No, the FBI didn't come to my door. DHS didn't mug me. Um, Fochi didn't send his shock troops. And um, the NSA didn't track me and send their assassin team. So we're all pretty good then. I think we're all good. So. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation homepage. If you did not see the clip, it's going around of Mike Lindell. He was on Telegram today, just excoriated, excoriated a reporter today, called him a traitor. It was awesome. That's another reason I love Mike so much. He just doesn't, he doesn't cut any punches, man. But anyway, let's get a quick message from Mike Lindell on the MyPillow Classic. It's on sale right now, and just it's uh, I think it's a pretty heartfelt message right up front. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you, and God bless. And that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the Frank Speech site, the My Store site, and the MyPillow site. And as well, when you make a purchase right now, using your promo code, you'll get a free copy of Mike's great book, telling his story from addict to one of America's greatest CEOs, and he truly is one of America's CEOs, greatest CEOs, and a man that walks with Christ in his heart. The reason and the reason they will always get top tier on Bards FM for all he does for this nation and all he does for patriots. It's fantastic. Also, The Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com, literally the Bible for our time. And it is a NASB 1995 edition. It's an heirloom quality publication or print. It's printed in the good old United States of America, which is very rare for Bibles these days, if you didn't know. Most are printed in China. And um, it is it has our founding fathers' documents worked within. So it's a great it's a great Bible. I, I love the Bible. I've told you before I was a and what and what NS I don't even know what version I was using before. I know this is the only version I use now, NASB 1995. So anyway, that's good enough. Use it. It's great. It's awesome. You'll like it. Get a copy for the family. Have it for everybody to read and go through. It's a beautifully composed version. And finally, Expedition X P E D Expedition Copy dot Expedition Coffee dot com. I literally said copy. No, not that. Expedition Coffee dot com. And uh, I, you can tell I'm this like 
I, I'm on, I'm in a more relaxed mood tonight, which is cool. Anyway, uh, expeditioncoffee.com. It is the coffee for our time. It's a coffee designed to give you that boost as a as a warrior to give you that boost in the morning, sustain you all day long. And Patriots, in all seriousness, lots of there's a lot of products there. Check them out on expeditioncoffee.com. I do draw your attention to the Immune XP, which is an immune booster, and it's based on pine cone extract, high in vitamin C, and the um, Pure 47. Really an important product to have in your cabinet. It does. It's a tremendous product for getting past just general illnesses of any kind and it does to have an ability to isolate pathogens and then so that's expedition xped expeditioncoffee.com make sure we are keeping up everybody's keeping up some sort of an exercise regime good stretching you know that if people spent 10 minutes a day just 10 minutes a day stretching nothing more that the overall health of the nation would increase it's some phenomenal amount i think the last time i read it was like the overall base health of the nation would increase like 30 to 40 percent if people would just spend 10 minutes a day stretching. So stretching, make sure you have a fitness program going. Make sure you're eating well, stay off junk food. Um, trying to get yourself into growing as much as you can, growing supplements and herbs if you can. I've got all my starters going. They're going great right now. I can't believe how quickly they sprouted up. It's really a great, it did a great thing this year. I worked with my dad. We put in three different shelves, all with grow lights. And I've got a really nice starter trays with plastic lids, so it's like little micro greenhouses. And it is, they just lit off. It's, I've got 18 trays times 24 plants per tray, so I'm going to have a busy garden this year. So anyway, do get stuff growing. This is the time. In, in Oregon, our planting season begins March 15th. Other parts of the, that's, I think that's Zone 7, that's what we are, or Zone 8. So anyway. And then make sure you're taking your supplements because this is kind of a crazy high-stress environment and you want to keep yourself healthy. So, you know, I'm just going to kind of talk around a lot of stuff tonight. I'm, I'm Nothing in particular, and unfortunately it's not a real heavy day. I actually had a really good day just walking out on the new Bards Nation headquarters property. It's beautiful. It's really God's country. Here's something for you. From the top of the hill where the house is, you can look out and see, ready for this? <laughs> it's, uh, and I've hunted this area too and I, years ago. It's Scott Mountain. Yeah, that's right. Scott Mountain is right there. So it's pretty cool. So I, I like it. I'm anxious for people to see it. Uh, Bards Fest will be there and it was, it's really going to evolve. We're going we're to be installing and building a studio and production facility out there, training areas for, to help people learn about a lot of different things from self-sufficiency all the way to starting your own business. That's going to be a lot of the theme this year of, of Bart's Fest. And it's really going to be a, a good, we're, we're wanting this to be something that inspires many people around the nation. All right, my goal personally, and I kind of did this math today, you know, it only takes about 50 people active in a community to take control of your city councils and county commissions and school boards if they're active. If you imagine 50 Bards Nation's active people in a thousand different counties, I'm telling you right now, we could run this country, seriously. And it's not outside of the realm of possible at all in the near future. And re literally just tell the federal government to go take a walk. So I'm all about that. But that is where we are ultimately heading. And we will hopefully encourage a lot of that through the next few years as we get people to start being able to have a place and a resource base that they can turn to. Now, last night, we got into a kind of a pretty heavy topic, and it's been sitting on me a lot. I'm going to talk more about it in the coming days and weeks, and that's this issue of child sex trafficking and child disappearances. There's a person I'm trying to get on the show. We'll see if she's available, but she's been doing some heavy-duty research on this problem by zip code, in fact, of child disappearances. I told you that my numbers when I did the research were about 782,000 children missing per year. I've heard people reach as high as 1 million, and this person's 
research and it's um, PhD level re- research has they've come up with about eight hundred eighty two thousand or so children. I don't that's not don't quote me on that number per year going missing. We have this is insane, and I think part of the problem is that we just don't have a visual a visualization in front of us of how bad this is. So we're going to start putting some stuff together in the next couple of months. I can't tell you exactly when. I'm hoping to get this done by Bards Fest, which will be in August. But to create a map on the website that will be able to zoom in by zip code and see in that whole map how many kids visually are, and we'll come up with some other graphs so we can visually portray kind of a visual story, how many children are going missing per year. This has to, this is un, unheard of. So someone said they heard over 90% are found. I'm not buying any of that because the numbers don't show that. And unless you can show me proof, I don't want, I'm really tired of having people say I heard. I'm tired of hearing people say they're in underground tunnels. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, they're, they're going out and finding them and they're getting all these kids. There is no proof as of yet that this problem has gone away. And the problem we do when we keep saying that, like I heard, we are finding a reason in our brain not to face the magnitude of this disaster. And this is a deflection issue that we are programmed to do so that we are not facing truth. And it's really something we have to stop. I, we, people need to see it. All right, so let's say 90% of the children are found. Let's use that number. There's still 10% that are missing out of a million. That's 100,000. And just so I say it, that's still 90% of roughly a million that do get nabbed every year. If that's not a sickness in a nation, I don't know what is. So... We have got to stop with the patterning of telling ourselves these stories. This is what I've talked about so much, and and it's where I, I deviate heavily from MAGA and Q. And it's not that I don't respect what Q did. You know that. I did a lot of Q research. My problem is that we start looking for these solutions and relying on these coded messages without proof. And when we don't have proof and substance behind things, we're not looking carefully at what's really happening. And in the process, we start to expect like, oh, the military is going to save us. Trump's going to save us. Do you know that it's CPAC? It just, it just been going on this weekend. Do you know that it's CPAC? Including President Trump to the, well, I know I can't say this for certain because he did say something about the election issue. He just didn't say, he hasn't addressed that. He's addressed it saying they're going to do something about it, but I don't know what that means. But everybody else, no, everyone's talking about going on to 2022. Mike Lindell is one of the few people out here saying you've got to go back to go forward. You've got to go back to 2020. To fix before we go forward, and everybody else is out here waving the flag, going, "Well, we're going to go get them in 2022." It's again, it's these things that somehow we are in this cognitive dissonance in a nation that we don't want to step back and look honestly at where we have been, what's happened to us, and accept the accountability and responsibility to move on. I'll tell you, somebody who does this really, really well, like good research, tons of respect for him. He's been on the show. I consider him a friend. It's Zach from Red Pill 78. If you don't watch his show regularly, I mean, try to because he does great work. I want to play a, did a fantastic, I love the way he did this too. This is his voice, believe it or not. Uh, he did a fantastic two minute and 30 second clip on what's going on in Ukraine. I want to play this for you. I, I just loved it. He sent it to me today. It's just, it's fantastic. So take a listen. February 2022, war on the European continent. Russian President Vladimir Putin warns the international community that they're playing with fire. 
Heading up the UN Security Council, Russia warns of NATO expansion into Ukraine, stressing urgently that Russia will take any and all security measures to secure their borders and sovereignty. For weeks now, American leaders have been claiming Putin's aim is to invade the nation of Ukraine and any such action will trigger swift response from the international community. February 23rd, 2022, Vladimir Putin announces the start of specialized military operations inside Ukraine, designed to dismantle their military strike capabilities and, as he put it, denazify the former Soviet state. Putin claims the Ukrainian government is harboring neo-Nazi terrorists that threaten the lives and liberty of citizens within the self-autonomous regions of the Donbass. For the last eight years, nationalist forces within Ukraine fighting under the flag of the Azov Battalion has been waging genocide on the people of the breakaway publics of Donetsk and Luhansk, which Russia has officially recognized as sovereign nations after a request from the governments of these breakaway regions. American media swiftly counters with rampant propaganda Propaganda designed to twist the narrative and frame Putin and the people of the Russian Federation as Nazis themselves. Well, they must have forgotten the State Department and the CIA's backing of openly Nazi-affiliated forces used to overthrow the Yanukovych regime back in 2014. Or the leaked phone calls of former Obama and current Biden State Department employee Victoria Nuland speaking about which political positions she wanted filled by what puppets. Ukraine has long been a point of manipulation for the international global cabal, a major hub for drug and human trafficking, and most importantly, money laundering. Here's Hunter Biden, son of current President Joe Biden and former mule, I mean employee, of Ukrainian gas and oil company Burisma. The Biden roots run deep in Ukraine and the threat of exposure by Russian forces taking out the trash has the globalists running scared. So what's the answer? Thermonuclear war with Russia on behalf of the NATO nations? Or the total dismantling of their criminal playground and the loss of billions of dollars in ill-gotten gains? The Russian incursion into Ukraine continues continues from the north, south, and east, and only time will tell. Zach does a great job. That's Zach, Red Pill 78. Awesome. I love what he does. And um, really top, one of the top researchers out here right now, along with Corey, Corey's Diggs. She was on the other night, as you know. I just have tons of respect, not only for the for the research, but also the, the creativeness in putting together different formats of stories so people can get the news. And I think that's one of the greatest advents of all of this. And, you know, Corey's Diggs has, knows of Q. Zach and I both were following Q really closely. There's others, but it, it's, it's the thing that, and why I've said this before, it's not anchoring yourself to one thing. It's, and it's what here, you know, I refer to regularly as I, in a form of idolatry when we kind of anchor ourselves to the hopes of, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait for Trump to come back. I'm going to, I'm waiting for Q to come back. Or Q's told us this and so we're not supposed to do anything. That That's where, what I was saying last night and what I'm saying again tonight, we can't live with those delusions. There's There are children, right now our children in this nation are suffering, and pretty much all of them at this point, thanks to the these fascists that are running our government, they want to punish the children. I read today that a three year, a third grader young girl was stuck out into the cold at like thirty eight degrees because she didn't have a mask on. She was forced to stand outside, and the vice president vice principal's comment was, "I'm doing my job." There has to be outrage. When it gets to this, this should be the righteous flame of righteous indignation that hits every one of us. Because as a nation, if we are allow, allowing them to do this to children, then we're raising children that will not have any care for the nation, any care for us, or any care for the elderly. In fact, they shouldn't. And I'm going to give them a big pass because if your adults have screwed you your whole life, what's your interest in helping them when they get older? And what's that say about the prosperity of a nation? So... We have to really work at showing the nurturing and caring. And I don't care if it's your child or not. This cannot stand. And we need to get vocal about it. I just um, I just think it's so important. And we're all facing the same thing right now. We're facing that sort of pressure from local areas. But there's an increasing base. There has been a sustained base. And 
this is, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine today who's a pastor, and we were talking about what's evolved around Bard's Nation. And, and this is how I characterized what we have all come together. I said, this is an amazing community on a large scale that reaches now across the world. And this community is a community of people who have all endured a lot of pain over the last few years. Not only have they been ostracized for communities by believing in President Trump, but increasingly ostracized by their commitment to faith in God, and then have held the line with a lot of personal cost of not, endu- uh, not dealing with the mask or the injection. And in so doing, have brought other people across to give them strength. And this community has continued to build strength and build fellowship within. So to me, this community represents a rock and a foundation that helps move the nation forward. And so part of that, in my opinion, needs to be that we have to start really tending to the innocent. And that's the children. And we have to work hard at speaking out and speaking our truths because we're in a, in a global level right now. Ukraine is a, is a flash fire. Canada was another flash fire. There's all this chaotic flash fires cropping up all over the nation, all over the world, not just here. And this is all part of a global awakening, and it is an awakening. There's no other way to put this. I mean, we're dealing with a cabal that has lost. I mean, that's that's. Let me let me play something here. This is um, a TikTok account by a woman that goes by Moon Soul Seventeen. Listen to this. Censorship. It is happening to everyone. Everyone that is speaking the truth. The truth that before we never questioned. This is why they're doing it. They are losing control of the collective mind. Listen to that again. They're losing control. Keep going. Don't stop. And I think that's the critical thing there. They are losing control, but the way what you, what they do when they lose control is they just start moving the narrative around. They get more authoritarian, more totalitarian in their methods. And so that's a guarantee it's going to get tougher before it gets better. But as we've talked about, and it's and not only as we've talked about, I mean, this has literally been given to me in prayer. You can't see light unless you're in the dark. Think about that for a minute. So you can light a candle in the middle of the day, and we all know what that's going to look like. You can see it if you're close, but not many people are recognize it. But as the darkness really settles in, because part of what we're dealing with right now is this false world. This world has been illuminated with a lie. And the, the and we're, I want to dig into that a little bit because I, it's a pretty big lie. We're all living. But it's the lie that itself is actually darkness, but it's, a, it's an illumination of this lie that people are living into, and they're seeing this lie. And they see that as the truth. And they're living it. And we've stepped off of this, and what we're looking at is we stand in the real light of truth, and we're aligned with our faith in God. We're looking over there going, wow, I can't believe these people are buying this. But only by pressuring the system does the system rear its ugly face. So imagine being in a room that's all painted white on the walls. And there's, a, there's an earthquake. And it shakes the room. And the paint begins to crack. And the wall covering, say it's plaster, begins to crack and tumble. And what's underneath it? It's absolutely dank, dark, moldy, horridness on the wall. And in fact, it's, it's like black mold. And that black mold has been making you sick, but you didn't even know where it was coming from. You've just, all you've seen the whole time is the white wall. Our whole world is black mold. And our role in this is to create the tremors that crack the plaster that's white so that that plaster begins to crack and fall. 
so that people will begin to see the truth of what's behind it. And at that point, then, as they start to see, they're gonna, their eyes are going to have to take a focus and they're going to say, what am I looking at? And they're going to question this. And they're going to look at that wall and the walls that are now this gross, black, fuzzy, dark, horrible mold. They may even reach out and touch it. It may be like a recoil. They're going to they're gonna smell it. They're going to experience it. And it's going to ensue. All of a sudden, there's going to be a high level of fear and panic. Like, how do I get out of here? And they're not going to know where to turn. Except if they can see the light. And the light is us. We are those beacons. We are those beacons that can literally pull them away and say, hey, here we are. And we're not here to judge. We've done that harsh attack. I've talked about this. And we did. We, we fought a hard fight for a year on trying to get people not to mask, not to vax. You know, I can remember when the mask first came out and people were like, dude, just chill out. You know, they were like, I was over on Twitter 18 months ago before Twitter banned me for life. I, I do, I do wear that as a badge of honor, by the way. And uh, they, they said, you know, like people were saying, like, dude, just chill out, man. Like, it's just a mask. We'll get through this. It's like two weeks to flatten the curve. And my comment then was, you put on this mask, you'll take the vax. And man, you saw some people get seriously irritated. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, it proved true. You can never bow to this evil. And and so much of what's in Bard's nation has not bowed to evil. We've fought through it. We've held our ground. And those that have joined us, no matter what your past was, we're so happy to have you. Because this is a nation now going forward that we're about holding on this ground and uniting and healing and praying together. So as we start to press truth on the public, and we're continuing to press truth. That truth might be a circle of two friends. It might be a, an, an influence of 10 million. It doesn't matter because everybody's doing it and it's, it's creating these shockwaves and it's cracking the plasters of these fake walls. These are, these are facades that they're living in. And the, as, these, as we shake it and we're causing these tremors, they fall down. And, and this is a lot of what's happening with what happened in Canada? Because there's there's another truth that comes out. What comes out of Canada? The agenda of the WEF. What comes out of Ukraine? Oh, uh, U.S. has got like 11, 15, I don't even know the number now because it's changing, but it's it, it's around 11 bioweapons labs in Ukraine. It's like, huh. And that was actually really was a neo-Nazi group that John McCain was meeting with, and that is really a neo-Nazi group that the CIA is now saying they're funding to go kill Russians. Okay, that's some serious red pilling right there. Our government is supporting neo-Nazis, while our government passes measures that say don't you can't have any anti-Semitism. Yeah, that's kind of strange, isn't it? And here's, a, here's where I wanted to dig into that a little bit because we have to remain focused on that center and that rock of faith and our relationship with God. And I've said this, and I'm really serious in my belief in this, do not attach yourself to the principles of the loyalties to flags and nation states. And I'm going to kind of map this out a little bit tonight. I'm going to do a lot more of this this week, but tonight's a good night to introduce it. I want you to just think about a few things here for a minute. We are a nation. If we look at Ukraine, and, we, and these are facts we know, there is a, there is a true neo-Nazi faction which we put into power. That same neo-Nazi faction with the CIA backed killed people with snipers in a building in the process of their quote peaceful overthrow and those same people assume positions in government. That same neo-Nazi faction has been terrorizing members of Ukraine that were seeking to break away from Ukraine. The propaganda coming out of Ukraine is being driven by our CIA and our media and our State Department as we have given Ukraine over $5 billion over the last five or six years to support a neo-Nazi government. Those same types of neo-Nazi elements, that same type of elements, I'm saying they are, but that same type of radical extremism 
was funded in the Levant, in Syria, and in the fight over there. And that's we were the ones that were creating Al-Qaeda. So we now have to look at something from a different optic. Who is the evil in this world? It is our money through DOD, NIH, NIH that had helped fund the Wuhan issue. Our money is funding bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Our companies based here, Pfizer, and in Europe and in, in Israel are developing the injections which are killing thousands of people and permanently maiming millions. Do you notice who didn't accept the vaccine? Russia. Who else didn't? China. I'm not going to glorify these two nations, but I want to point out something. And you're going to hear a lot more about this Monday night. By the way, just so I highlight this, you may not know this. Vladimir Putin, President Vladimir Putin, was baptized as a baby in Leningrad by his mother. And he is a true believer. And I'm not kidding. So there's something going on here that doesn't look quite right. And we need to start really looking seriously And we need to start reflecting deeply on who is who. This is what I believe has happened. And you want it to, and I'm, I'm putting this out here for you to think on it and pray on it. Patriots, I think the inversion is what we're living in. I think that in our lifetime, I'm not going to say forever, but I think in our lifetime, truly, the Nazis took control probably around the assassination of Kennedy, which has been my suspicion anyway. And they have been portraying us to us as we are the great savior. And I think there's truth in the comment that was made by one of the Al-Qaeda operatives when they asked them, how come you're trying to go after the United States? And they made the comment, you have become, this was, these were the words, you have become the great Satan. I'm not sure that's, Ill, that's in, incorrect. So our role as people standing for truth becomes doubly important. I want you to imagine what it would have been like being a truth speaker, a truth seeker and teller under Hitler. I'm not so sure we're any different right now. And why I say this is because that's going to require us to be super, super committed to our faith and totally trusting in God. Here, here's a couple things for you, little data points that are just kind of stunning. Under President Putin, the buying power, our buying power, by the way, has dropped in, in, since Biden in the last 18 months, well, a year plus. Our buying power has dropped about 30%, dropped 30%. Under President Putin, the buying power has increased seven times, sevenfold, seven times. He also created a middle class where there wasn't a middle class before. Now, I'm not going to pedestalize him. I'm not going to say he's like all perfect because nobody is. But I want to just point out some interesting inversions here. He has built more churches. Here's one I got today. You're going to hear this Monday night. There is the cathedral, the, 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 the national cathedral, the church that was torn down by the communists that's in Moscow. And when he took, shortly after taking presidency in Moscow, or in, in Russia, excuse me, he put out a bid to have the National Cathedral rebuilt to the standards that were done originally. That means all the gold leafing, three stories down below the ground with massive meeting rooms, all the glory and ornateness of as it was done originally for the Russian Orthodox Church. And so as the story goes, and you'll hear it on Monday night, he had three bids. And as they sat with all the three people that gave the bid, they had given, the bid was like $300 million or something. He told them, he said, whoever gets this bid, you have to complete it in 18 months. This is a cathedral that took years to build. Here's the deal. It ended up costing them $800 million approximately, and they did it in 18 months. Does that ever speak? That's a priority. He made it a national priority to rebuild 
the Russian Orthodox National Church Cathedral. I, look, I'm just, these are facts. You can judge ever you want. You can. I've had people say, yeah, dude, but I don't know. He was KGB. And I'm like, uh-huh. And? <laughs> and? You know, I don't know what else to say, you know. I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. I mean, and Paul beheaded Christians. That's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I just need to say it. I'm not laughing at it, but I mean, I am. But I'm just because it's like we seem to forget these little details. These are profound insights. And when we start to look at this, and the reason I bring this up is this isn't, I, I know someone's going to say like, you become a Putin lover and you hate America. It's like, oh yeah, here we go. You know, same garbage, some troll. Here's the reality. The responsibility for the truth teller increases exponentially when you suddenly realize that what we're doing is literally trying to shake people awake in a country that itself is the evil and they believe that it's the truth or it's the good guy. That duty to each one of us is huge. And when you add to this, like I said last night, that we're missing every year, over 800,000 children go missing a year. Okay, so they're found, I don't, or if they're not found, I mean, I don't have any proof that they're found. Over 800,000 children go missing a year. What type of country are we for real? I mean, like, what in the heck is going on? Let me, let me read here uh, something I think is appropriate. This is Proverbs 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so that you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and from the first of your, of your produce so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as father corrects the son to whom he delights. That should be our walk right now more than ever. And I love this whole principle because in where it says, so honor the Lord with your wealth and the first of your produce. It is the whole principle that we are in an inversion. We're in a society right now that not only is now waging war against us, it's censoring us, it's taking away our freedoms, it's forcing an injection when other parts of the world aren't, by the way. They're telling you we have governors that are mandating masks. We have the fascists in our country. We were hijacked shortly after World War II with Operation Paperclip. It took a while. They seated themselves in. They rooted themselves in the military-industrial complex. They assassinated Kennedy, who I believe was a good man. Always have. They seized control as a coup then, and then were on the cusp of sealing the deal when President Trump was installed and the vipers came out of the den. I'm not going to pedestalize anybody. You know this. But nonetheless, we can now see before us who these people are. And it isn't for somebody else to fix. It's for us to wake up the many so that we fix the problem. In all of this pathway, the child abductions continue. The disappearances continue. Abortions continue. We have the injections into youth continue. Masking of our youth to cause them long-term mental development problems continue. 
the indoctrination camps of the schools to abuse children mentally continue. The rejection of our elderly, the forgetting of our elderly, sticking them off in internment homes where they will die alone or under force injection continue. What are we doing as a nation? And we're going along our days at collectively. I'm not putting my finger on anybody. Understand this. This is kind of an overarching view. But as a nation, as a whole, we continue to march along and we say, la di da di da Oh, yeah, mom and dad are in a home. My kids are going to school. Do-da, do-da. And, by the way, I've got a cool job that I don't really like, but I get good benefits and I'm paying my house mortgage because we want to have a nice house and we got to pay that off. And I got a new car because I wanted to get a new car because I wanted to look cool. What are we doing? My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. That seems like words to live by. And it seems like words to carry out and to lead a nation back to its center. There has to be a few that will lead. And we've been building to this point. Now we have to have the strength, each and every one of us, to step in and start leading the world. And it has to be led by God. This is a spiritual war. And I think what I see most in Putin is not that he's some sort of biblical character. Maybe he will be. That's not for me ever to say. I have no idea. But what I see is a man who's a Russian patriot, who's fighting to keep Russia, Russia. He's gone after the pedophiles publicly. He's assigned groups to go after the pedophiles. He doesn't cut any edge on them. He's called out the the ridiculous transgender culture. He's revitalized faith in his nation. He's made it a priority. So right now we're in a we're on a ship without a leader. But there is a rudder. And there is a keel, because otherwise the ship would tip over. And that rudder and that keel are those that are truly standing strong with Christ and building that intimacy with Father. I don't know all of those people. We don't know all of those people, but I know one group of people that's true to that every day, and that's Bard's Nation. So when I look at the math... And I say, okay, there has to be a group of people that will have the courage and fearlessness to stand to this evil, that will have the azimuth to walk this nation back towards God. And then I look at the math and I say, wow, look at the size of this opposing force. And I think of Gideon. And I said, hmm, he did it with 300. David did it with one himself and a stone. We have it. We can do this. But we have to be totally committed to Father. And we're going to have to handle some of his his rebukes, his reproof. He's going to correct us from time to time. We have to listen. And that's okay. But he will make straight our paths. And in so doing, we become a very strong, powerful voice as this darkness continues to settle in, and it will. This darkness will settle in. There's no question about that. Because there's too many people that are just blindly walking along. If the whole nation right now stood together and said, no, it would end. But that's not where we are. So rather than us fear it or get angry by it, it's best that we just kind of buckle up and say, okay, Bible in one hand. Actually, this is my new motto, Bible in one hand, beef jerky in the other. And Someone says, well, why do you have that? It's like, well, I know that I've got the sword of the spirit on one hand, and that's the power of God, and I eat jerky because i got to remind myself and you that I'm a meat eater at the end of the day, and don't 
ever cross the Lord because you'll understand what David did to Goliath. So we need to truly, truly keep our paths true and straight in alignment with God. I just saw somebody ask if they took Russia off the SWIFT system. I don't know. Here's what I know. Putin's 10 steps ahead on this. If you heard the quote the other day, let me see if I can find it. We'll go back to that because I know people are curious. Let me see if I can find. Take a listen to this. And I'm, I'm pretty convinced that what is said here by Dan Pena is absolutely true. Take a listen to this. I'd definitely like to hear your thoughts. But every time I see Vladimir Putin, I think of Dan Pena and what he had to say about Bitcoin. You know who's behind Bitcoin? Putin. It's a Ruski conspiracy to fuck up the American economy and the world. It's a long-range plan he started seven, eight years ago. He's going to see the demise of the Western financial world while he's still the head of Russia. He's going to, live, he's going to be there long enough. And, he, and, he, and he's already hacked into the brains of all the morons. Look, if you think for a second that Vladimir Putin, who is an accomplished pianist, a master chess player, seriously, I'm not making this up in the Trump 5D thing, a master judo, a master in judo, has worked in the KGB at very high levels, has managed to survive the most ruthless mafia and oligarchs that are around any nation. If you think for a second that he hasn't planned his next steps out and is ahead of these Western morons, you're mistaken. He does not care. Matter of fact, he knew they would pull him off swift, which tells me he already has a plan, and the plan is probably centered on if Dan Pena is right. <laughs> he's already moved everything to crypto and blockchain, and he's 10 steps ahead of him. So, And let us not forget that Germany's 70% dependent on Russian energy. So, yeah, they can go ahead and do what they want. Most of this is just saber-rattling to distract people, to get them into this emotional dialogue. And almost everything that's going on in the Western media and even stuff that you're getting on the ground from Ukraine, which is being manipulated by, quote, social media, social uh, citizen journalists, and many of them are paid by the CIA, keep that in mind, is all designed to provoke an emotional reaction and keep you off base. So I'm going to go back to what we just read and puts this thing, put this thing to bed. Proverbs three, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for the length of days and years of life. Patriots, those words right there are the capstone to everything we're trying to do. And it continues and peace they will add to you. We are in an information war of the fourth, the, it's the fifth dimension of warfare. And what this is, is a war for your mind. And the reason at this point in time that that is so important is the world is awakening. And they know that if they really drop real bombs and they shoot you with real bullets and beat you, that the ripple effect of that will be more devastating than if they can t convince you of a war that didn't happen. They're trying to get inside your thoughts. And the only armor that we have at the end of the day is our faith. So you can spend your time chasing rabbits and squirrels. You can go down rabbit holes and ask yourself all these questions and spin up all these thoughts about the end of the world. You can worry about what this is going to happen or that's going to happen or what next strategic play is, or you can sit back and realize that it's all one big hand puppet show designed to do one thing. Keep us derailed and away from what's really happening around the world, which is the realignment towards God and the opportunity for humanity to step up and truly choose a different path. I believe that we are in a window of time that has, humanity has an opportunity to go a different direction. I have no idea how long that window is open, but I know that at a certain point, it's, 
if we don't continue to move towards a greater awakening and alignment with God, it's going to fizzle out. So I want to just close with this perspective. I love everything that happened in Canada. You know that. But I want you to note how quickly on a global scale, one event in Ukraine took all the air out of Canada and no one's paying any attention to it now. And there's still a lot going on. Our spiritual awakening, our alignment with God is very much like that. And the people in power know it. And they know that if they can keep the fear flowing and they can keep the narrative moving and they can play the right strings, the people will come back to settling into the life of the mundane and they will not care about God much anymore. One of those little hand puppet tricks is to tell you mandates are dropped to tell you it doesn't matter. And then they will change the time frame on what they're doing and slowly creep in their digital pass and their mandates for injections. Not right away, but they'll change the time frame to five years instead of six months. And they'll slowly erode away again that intensity, the momentum that we have of turning to the Lord. We have a mission before us to do. And that mission is to wake people up, to get them to realize that we have to return to God for his teachings and use that as the foundation of everything that we do moving forward. The rewards of wisdom. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we really are in a situation right now in this world where so much chaos works both to draw us closer to you and works to exhaust people in their pursuit of you. Forgive us. Lord, right now, we just need a clean and simple walk. And we know that's not going to come easy. And so tonight, our prayers are for the remnant. The remnant in this world that is holding true to you. The remnant in this world that is anchored hard on that rock of faith. The remnant that is ready to, is enduring and will continue to endure the storm no matter how intense it gets because we will never waver in our pursuit of you, our love of Christ, and the intimacy, the intimacy that we seek with you, Father. Lord, we are seeking the rewards of wisdom. We are seeking only that that comes when we trust in you. And Lord, right now we truly believe that no matter how big or small we are as a remnant, that we can change the direction of this world. Not in small ways, but in big moves. To be that light and darkness, to be that hope for the many, to start bringing more and more people back to you, Lord. We will accept the burdens of the sins of our nations. We, our eyes are opened increasingly each day as to the depth and core of what some of those greatest pains are. The neglect and sacrifice of our children. The neglect and sacrifice of our elderly. And the complacency of those in between. Let us not be complacent. And if we have been, Lord, forgive us. Instead, now, Lord, we stand. We are your army. We are the soldiers in your army. We will stand mighty. We will be the David of one against a giant. We'll be the Gideon of 300 against the impossible odds. We're ready. We're here. And we say, send us. Send me. It's time, Lord. It's time to shake the earth. It's time to shake the earth with the love that we have for you, the faith in which it needs, and to restore this land, this, our land, the many nations' lands, back to the place of eyes on you and love in you. Thank you for all the blessings you give and the guidance you give. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We can do this, but we've got to keep our eyes where they need to be. 
You know me very well. I'm all about information and knowledge. But at the end of the day, everything has to pivot back to its core. And I think it's a big question where each of us begins. It's easy, I'm including myself, it's easy to get swept away in the headlines and the emotions of the day. Some days, we just have to unplug, put a winch on your Jeep, maybe forget to do bend and knee, and go walk around some beautiful property and look at God and realize what an amazing father he is. The winch was pretty cool, though, by the way. But anyway, Patriots, thank you. Sincerely, thank you. We have been building something, and it's building greater each day, and we're doing it together. And it's a love that we're bringing into this world that is truly greater than anything we can touch or describe, but we're making a difference. And we have to continue to walk this path and continue to put God at our back and Christ at our front and walk under the only banner we should be under, which is Christ's banner. We'll make it through this. Our nation will find its way, whatever form it takes. But none of that matters at the end, because what matters is that we all start realizing who's really in charge. And that's our Lord, our Savior, Christ Jesus and Father. Have a very blessed evening. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers are our key weapon system. They're greater than anything you see on TV, any explosion, anything. Prayers shake the core of the earth. They rock people's soul. But we have to be warriors now. We have to start challenging and questioning these things that are unanswered, not waiting for anybody knowing that we are on the ground and we are the foot soldiers for the Lord. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. Our trust in him will lead us and our mission is clear. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed evening. I'll see you tomorrow evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you, and out for now. Sleep.
sits down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.